You're listening to the best of shenanigans on NiagarsWaterCooler.com. Live from Stormy Daniels Jail Cell, where things are getting tough all over. It's shenanigans. <laughs> it's beautiful. Does she have an orangutan now? <laughs> Isn't that a Cheech and Chong movie? Things are tough all over. These are getting, oh yeah, 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 tough all over. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight we have Howie. Yo, Rich. Still don't know what a shemil is. Oh yeah, you're supposed to bring your dictionary. Damn it. <laughs> the circumcised dictionary. <laughs> yes. It's shorter than the other one. Most grown Jewish males are abridged. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Walden's here, too. Uh, oh, hi. <laughs> That's the abridged version of Walden. <laughs> wow. That was a heck of a start right from the get-go. <laughs> a funny aside today, I'm going to tell you about my... Uh, what happened at the MRI place? Not the bacon one. I thought I could tell that one, but... Oh, save that for later in the show. Yeah. The, I had scrambled to, your memory? Yeah. <laughs> I had to go for an MRI, and I was back in the room after they checked off my paperwork and made sure that they were going to MRI the right, the correct spot on yeah. my shoulder. And they used to steal all the gloves. Well, <laughs> they left me alone for 10 minutes in, at the nurse's station with nothing to read, nothing to do, except for a box of extra large rubber gloves <laughs> next to me. So you gave them a, a semen blew, sample they weren't asking for? No, no. I blew it up, tied it off, and drew a face on it. So it looked like a ghost uh, hamburger helper guy. <laughs> and the guy, just as I'm finished drawing the smile on his face, the guy walks back in, the, the nurse that was assisting me, he goes, oh, you're one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the cost of medical ex uh, equipment, that's like a $75 glove. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you don't really think they spend $50,000 on a hammer, $35 on a toilet seat, do you? Right. <laughs> yeah. A shlemiel is, uh, I just did a quick search, and Wikipedia is helping me out um, immensely here. Um, it is sometimes, well, it's a Yiddish term meaning unlucky bungler or chump. It is a common archetype in Jewish humor and so-called shlemiel jokes depict the shlemiel falling into unfortunate situations. It was Howie's nickname when he was seven. No, <laughs> no, you, you need to remember. At about that age, Howard the Duck came out in the movie theaters. Oh, boy. My childhood was not fun for the next three years. <laughs> hey, try growing up with the last name Bacon hey. before Bacon was cool. Trust me when I tell you the Howard the Duck crap was worse. It was. It was. What was, your there, was, there, was there was no Leah Thompson walking around my school to make it cool, whatever. It just, so they called you Leah Thompson? No, no, no. It didn't help that I was very unathletic and ran with my feet like like a duck so it <laughs> made life a lot worse didn't your gym teacher call you dodge dart rich yeah <laughs> which one sobrowski i don't remember sobrowski oh where was he at an elementary like, sounds school? like mike wazowski what boo sounds was like that elementary school last time uh, i saw him sorry. he was he was making pizzas over on davison road yeah when i was at north park he was the gym teacher really? he was the assistant gym teacher i had mike leibinger i had uh, Bob Polly. Get Pauly. on the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Bob Polly. And Mr. Linhart. Mr. Linhart. Mr. Linhart. No, yeah. don't know him. I can tell you, Mr. Linhart one time goes, do you know how to play dodgeball? And some smartass in line near me said no. And out came the basketball and wham, knocked him right over. <laughs> and he goes, That's how you play dodgeball. <laughs> so. so then he got out the wrenches. <laughs> if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. One of the 
see also links on this Shlemiel definition thing led me to a Temple Oheb Shalom blog. And the headline of this blog post is, what is the difference between a Shlemiel and a Shlemazel? That's what we Finally, asked last we week. Have a yeah. definitive answer. <laughs> These are a, the things we need to know. And from the is, source. This is written by a rabbi. <laughs> He's describing this situation that could be comedic, and he says, who can make this stuff up? It comes to, um, directly from the writers of Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm, two shows that continually deal with... This came the, from Larry David. What? <laughs> no. Isn't he the writer for Seinfeld? He's one of them, but Curb he says it's a, it, those two shows continually... I'm reading verbatim here from this blog post. They deal with the Schlemiel versus Schlemazel theme. He could not help but ask, uh, is this guy a Shlemiel or a Shlemazel? What's the difference between the two? A Shlemiel is one who always spills his soup, and a Shlemazel is the one on whom it always lands. A Shlemazel's toast always falls butter side down. A Shlemiel always butters his toast on both sides. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Here's a few more examples translated from the Yiddish. If a Shlemazel or actually, I think it's pronounced Schlamazel, dealt in shrouds, no one would die. If a Schlamazel sold umbrellas, it would never rain. If a Schlamazel dealt in candles, the sun would never go down. A Schlamazel falls on his back and breaks his nose. <laughs> a Schlamiel falls over a piece of straw. A Schlamiel has a continuing argument with God. A Schlamiel cannot even tie a ribbon on a cat's tail. There's actually, according to this rabbi, quite a bit, and I quote, of scholarly literature on the differences between the two. Wow, this is actually pretty cool. One's uncoordinated, one's unlucky. Basically, that's what it, uh, okay. yeah. One, on. one is an active disseminator <laughs> of bad luck, and one is its passive victim. Yeah, basically, that's how it works. There you go. Okay. So, and, and, at, the, and at the end of it, the rabbi makes sure to say, and amen, and Shabbat Shalom. Although that is um, something you say Friday night and Saturday, so not on Mondays. Whatever. So what does that have to do with a, with a DeFazio and a Feeney? <laughs> I don't know. He probably doesn't remember the theme song. He's too young for it. Defi uh, it's Laverne been on reruns. What, what TV show is that? Laverne and Shirley. I never watched that. You have to pull it up and play it for him. Uh, I actually <laughs> can pull it up now, so just don't pull it out again. Laverne and Shirley. Well, I know of Laverne you, and Shirley. I, I, I've seen clips. I, it, yeah. Okay. Here, here, here we go. You had Nick there. at night at some point. In your yes, life. <laughs> yes. I know what I Love Lucy is. My Three Sons, Car Fifty Four, all those shows. Yes. Whoa, you're going real back. Car yeah. Fifty Four. <laughs> Where are you? Yeah, the Texaco ooh, Star ooh, Theater. Ooh. You know, I know the show with uh, Sean Astin's mom. You know. Uh, here we go. Why are we still playing that? Why is that still playing? That's are we not great recording? Question. George live was from. Showing up. Yeah. Four, five, six, seven, eight, for me. Do you know those words were the lyrics? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's why we asked. Well, now we know. So there we go. Every Tuesday at 830, man. I don't know. I made that up. I have no idea what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you only had three choices in terms of uh, TV stations. Right. That's right. So, exactly. yeah. Which is why you got to wonder. You have to. I, I'm very curious if a TV show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it this way. No TV show will ever come close to matching the live numbers that Elf. no mash <laughs> that mashes series finale drew. But you have to adjust for the fact that there's so many more options now. Right. It's shenanigans. Speaking of big fake boobs. <laughs> Yay. A couple of weeks ago we talked about Fire Couple Eleven. Yes. <laughs> In the Ohio Firehouse, who they were recording their their sexual exploitations. I missed that episode, but I had seen the article. 
looks like maybe they stole a fire truck. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> a man and woman steal a fire truck and take it on an hour-long chase in California um, while filming it live, of course. Of course. Everybody's how, filming stuff today. How do you stop a fire truck? Because you put out the rumble strips, those things that will blow out your tires, it won't affect those tires at all. No. And how far can they go? The, the truck that size probably has two 50-gallon diesel tanks on it. It's 100 gallons of diesel. They can go for hours and hours. Yep. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> was it a pumper? It was, it, was, <laughs> it was a pumper. I just mean that affects how much gas you use. Yeah, well, as long as they're not water. running the pump. This happened in Sacramento, though. This is the California state capital. Is it not? An unidentified man stole the truck valued at about $1 million in Rio Linda and picked up the woman outside her home about one mile away and pursuit ensued. He made a stop? Yeah. Yeah. That's ballsy. He went, ar, ar, woo. <laughs> hey, baby. She jumped out of the way. <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget to grab your GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> Several agencies pursued the stolen truck as it traveled nearly 100 miles across four counties and reportedly swerved into oncoming traffic several times. One driver at a time had a shirt completely covering their face except for their eyes, so it was hard to tell whether or not that was the female or the male. <laughs> we discussed it earlier. Boobs. <laughs> Unless this was a very large male, in which case, okay, you're forgiven. The chase came to an end two hours later on Highway 70 in Butte County, where it was stopped by California Highway Police after spikes deployed pulled a tire off the truck. That had been some serious spikes. Yeah. Because those are heavy-duty tires in those trucks. Yeah. They're designed to drive into a fire. Yeah. Right. And evidently, the suspects, as I mentioned or alluded to before, they took turns driving. Both were believed to be, here's a shock, under the influence of drugs, alcohol, or a combination of the two during the chase. The door was wide open. We thought, Hollywood, just whatever. All right, here you go. We're going to drive, take off, said the unidentified male suspect after he was detained. Both suspects are now facing multiple felony charges. That's a million-dollar truck that they absconded with. That's is, a, yeah. like, a huge felony. Forget the fact that the door was open. Why were the keys in it? Because you got to keep it running so you can run the pump. Where was it? Did they? Does it say who where they got who it? Who the it fuck was, is going to steal it? It was during a fire. <laughs> was it literally? Does it, it, was, say, does it, it say this? Yeah. Two suspects arrested stolen in Rio Linda during a fire. Oh, yeah. I see that now. Okay. Male suspects picked up a woman outside of her home one mile away. It lasted for two plus hours. Five spike strips deployed. One worked. And it drove without a tire for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> Those things are wow. beasts, man. That's like... I. I rode along with the fire department one time, and I was amazed at how many times, with the siren going and the horn going, how many times people did not get out of the way. Yep. I would have just run them over. That sort of defeats the purpose of being a fireman. <laughs> <laughs> Job security. Well, the one guys, every time I've ever we'll seen- We'll get him on the way back. You know, yeah. like, you ever see a fire truck or semi or whatever, anything that's bigger than whatever- I happen to be driving at the time and my kids are in a car. I always quote this one thing my father would say to me whenever he was driving. He was like, guy, get out of the way. I'm like, why? Why? Well, he goes, Laws of uh, gross, gross tonnage and physics apply. They're yeah. bigger than me. I'm moving out of the way. I'm like, you lose. Oh, okay. I generally have that same mentality unless it's some douchebag driving a Dodge Ram with a lift kit. Well, yeah, there's, there's varying <laughs> degrees of law of gross tonnage applies and law of being an asshole on the road applies too. Yeah. It was like, if you're going to be an ass to me, I'm going to be an ass to you. So screw you. So, but whatever. That is ballsy, though. Stealing a fire truck from the scene of a fire. 
With a, with a firefighter on the hood? No. <laughs> <laughs> Riding on the back. <laughs> the ballsiest part is stopping to pick somebody up. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty intense. And if you're so you seriously radio un- ahead, so they're ready to go. But because if you think that if you're stealing a fire truck from a fire, <laughs> there are police on scene, so they're gonna immediately be in hot pursuit. Yeah. Yes. How do they not stop it a mile later? <laughs> and what? What kind of flash? <laughs> <laughs> I heard hot pursuit and went on Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, boss. <laughs> Them Duke boys. <laughs> Fire truck jumping a bale of hay. <laughs> was the there poli- a bridge out anywhere near the fire <laughs> right, truck? Yeah. <laughs> fire truck will clear it, but the car that's actually made to clear it will. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid physics. <laughs> then you see Enos in the water. <laughs> I lost a Roscoe. <laughs> Enos. That's why it Enos. took two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jesse's pickup truck would have made it. <laughs> it's shenanigans. I saw this story the other day and it freaked me out. <laughs> the body of a dead teen for his wake was honored with extreme embalming and is posed with video game sunglasses and snacks. He looks like Dennis Rodman. No, he looks like Wesley Snipes. Look at that picture with the Celtics. Yeah. He looks like Wesley Snipes. <clears throat> it looks, I think he looks like. Flavor Flav and the retiree sunglasses. Flavor Flav. <laughs> Funny thing, he never knows what time it is. No. Despite the fact that he always, you know, wears that giant clock on around his eye. A deceased teenager who loved basketball and video games was honored at a creative wake. I'm sorry, if I walked into that wake and that guy was my friend, that would freak me the fuck out. I'd be like, dude, he's on. Oh, no, he's not. This isn't the first thing. They did a, a wake in 2014 of May May Burbank. She was posed with a beer a menthol cigarette, and an ashtray at a table. She had her fingernails painted black and gold for the New Orleans Saints. Both This is both happened in in New Orleans. Oh, wait. Uh, Renato Garcia was dressed as the Green Lantern for his mm-hmm. 2015 wake in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And you know, everybody's saying this is what he would have wanted. There's a body of Victor Perez Cardona, 73, honored inside a taxi cab he used to drive. That's just weird. I don't, I... Oh, the next one down is really, really disturbing. Oh, oh. Yeah, that one's not good. The the, the Fernando de Jesus yeah. Diaz Bieto. Look at the look on his on his face, and look he's, how close those like, people are staring. at I know. See, it it, it it almost looks like Madame Tussauds wax museum, but with real people. Odd. It's freaky. I'm gonna go out full Viking, and I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. have my pyre set on a boat and send out into Lake Ontario. Actually, it'd be cooler if it was at the. Niagara River and over the falls. Oh, as yeah. It <laughs> as it burned, yeah. That would be good. Be like a uh, right launcher from Canal Side. Yeah. <laughs> How long would that take? Do it during Made in the Mist season. You gotta time everything right. All right. That way, when it's so, floating so by, when you the, get the footage when you go over. Here he comes. Here he comes. <laughs> Except all the waste that gets put down in the lower Niagara, it would be a spontaneous combustion down there. <laughs> all the way to Lewiston. <laughs> <laughs> it's like taking a lighter to one of the socks with the fuzz all over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or your lighter and the can of hairspray. That were, oh. There you go. <laughs> you, as a history buff, probably know this, but this was a common practice yes. at one time. They used to pose them and take pictures, right? Yeah. They used to be the only way they could actually get people to sit still long enough for a picture. Kill them? No, not quite kill them. No. <laughs> the finally, a decent picture. You can go. <laughs> Hello? 
<laughs> you can go. Oh my god. The freakiest ones. <laughs> He's gone. Are they took a picture of a baby died. They took a picture of the dead baby. And what you'll see is what looks like a tall black chair, but what it is, the mother under a shroud holding the baby, the dead baby. Oof. And they would either paint eyeballs on its eyelids so it looked like it was looking at you, or they'd prop the eyes open. It, uh, oh, it's freaky. But you're only going to ever get one photograph, and this is the only opportunity they're going to get. Right, get and that's why they did it. So that's why they did it, yeah. Yeah. But it's... Uh, it's 2018. Right. <laughs> yes. This guy probably died with a cell phone sufficient to take a picture of him. Right. He's probably got a lot of pictures. Speaking, you know, it's 2018. Have embalming methods not gotten any better since 1870? Because the every time you go to a funeral, everyone says, oh, it looks just like him. I have been to a bunch of funerals, and I have never seen a dead body that looks just like the person oh, I, I know. have. But um, it's... Part of it is the muscle. There's no muscle control anymore, so everything kind of like melts. Yeah, yeah. So that's a major part of it. A lot of it is just the. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even. I'm not going to pretend to uh, understand it all. Well, the embalming it, process itself hasn't improved much because the the customers never complain afterward if there's right. It's shenanigans. So tell me, Rich, about this Tata Nano. It's the world's cheapest car, and it's so cheap that they're not going to make it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow this is Obama's fault. That's all I can think of. Because, all right, so they, they came up in, in India. They came up with a car that only costs about $3,000 retail. Okay. And they thought this is going to be a, a boon for India because now people it'll be you know more reasonably affordable. Well, well um, do they call America for customer service? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you call Tatanano. I couldn't understand your accent. <laughs> Thank um, you for calling Tatanano. My name is Rashish. <laughs> 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 yeah, sure. Your name is Rashish. <laughs> God damn it You Americans You have outsourced A lot of jobs <laughs> How did that show Get put on the air By the way Outs Outsourced I have never seen it That was a great show How did it get put on the air I agree that it had A phenomenal premise But in the era And day and age In which we live How did that get past muster well, How did they get on You gotta realize That was when We were losing A lot of jobs To India and so people were coming back from there, having gone and trained their replacements. And so it was, it was you know, great way to work out some aggression that way, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, your name is Rich. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it originally cost about $1,500 and gradually increased to about 3400 Unfortunately, they're incredibly unsafe. <laughs> well, look at the thing. Well, they have add-on features, steering wheel, brakes. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine the commercials for, for this thing were freaking amazing. Well, I, I, Hollywood think, kinda. I, I think they were oh. so... <laughs> I think they were so unsafe because that way if you hit a cow, it wouldn't hurt the cow. <laughs> right. The airbags were on the outside. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Move. We were coming home from the from the imaging place today. We we're making their 
turn on the transit road from uh, Main Street. And, you know, there's two lanes to make that turn. So you stay in your lane. We were next to a smart car. Now, we drive a big Traverse. And that smart car, I thought it was going into our lane when it make the turn. I'm like, well, that's not so smart, lady. <laughs> we'll be making it twice. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely it was like certain boom. that smart cars <laughs> were named ironically. Yes. <laughs> now, my, wife, my daughter just bought a Spark. Okay. It doesn't look dissimilar. Right. Is it the same color? This nano. It it's is exactly that color. color. Really? <laughs> in, the, in the picture in the article. It looks like Bumblebee without the bumble. There's yes. no bumble. Yeah. It's, it's, they half. bounce. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's only half. When they go by, it's, it's just a bum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it goes, <laughs> yeah. I found the commercials on YouTube. We'll have to watch those later. Yeah. So they decided to stop making them because they're too. Oh, I know you're cheap. thinking of the, the commercials now, aren't you? I am. It's got to be some Bollywood stuff going Yeah. I would think so. What the heck is this? I'm trying to think of something I've seen that. It's, oh, I saw a movie and I can't remember the hell it was. Remember that movie from the 80s where the two... Oh, what the hell was the name of the movie? They were making the cars and they had the Japanese guys. Oh. Made in America. Made in America, yeah, with uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. It's got George Went in it. Yeah. yeah. That's all I can think of, but just Bollywood style. <laughs> <laughs> this commercial is so wrong. Why is that? It's promoting the car as an SUV-like ride. A How? Light- SUV-like ride? Mm-hmm. You'll really like your SUV after riding in this. If it says, shortest turn radius in class, you think? <laughs> you actually carry one in the back of your SUV in case it breaks down. Yeah. Well, no, because it's got, actually got a pogo stick that comes out of the bottom, so you can just spin it. <laughs> like a top. Like, Amazing turning radius. It's cheaper than some bikes. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, that's just wow. Yes, but a, a motorcycle is going to fare better in a head-on collision. <laughs> <laughs> they also had a tendency to catch fire, which is not good. That like the Ford Pinto. <laughs> like the Pinto, yes. <laughs> so this is like the worst of all the cheap cars ever. Right. At least it's cheap to replace. Yeah. It's like a dishwasher. It's like a disposable <laughs> car. <laughs> It, it would be slightly faster than rolling a dishwasher. I would imagine if you need to change the oil in that car, it probably costs roughly the same as buying a new one. Yeah, whatever. Just, just give me a new one. Give me a new one. I need new tires. Screw it. Give me a new. Give me a new car. Whenever we get the tires, the tires cost five hundred. Whatever. Give me the car. They just chuck it down to the base at Everest and get another one. <laughs> Actually, that would be a car that could probably drive up to Everest and haul all the garbage out. It's light enough, probably. There isn't enough space in there. <laughs> it wouldn't carry enough garbage. A nice convoy, though. You know, all the ones that were built could probably drive up there and then drive back. It's shenanigans. Today, I go into the imaging place. I'm not given the satisfaction in telling their name. And I check in at the main desk, and I'm sitting in the waiting room. And this lady comes around and goes, uh, I need a Craig Beacon. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It's the greatest. How can you not say bacon? It's the greatest breakfast food ever made. You can't even say breakfast properly. I'm so upset. B-A-C-O-N. Just like the food, just as awesome. Just as salty. B-A-C-O-N. And bacon was his name. Oh, yep. Right. Anyway, that's people call and ask my wife. Hello, is Chelsea there? My wife's name is spelled C-E-L-E-S-T-E. Celeste? Yeah. And they ask for Chelsea. 
How? <laughs> We've had a couple times with telemarketers. Hi, is Wendy Bakun there? Bakun? <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> Don't French it up. And you're definitely <laughs> Southern United States person talking, so you should know exactly what bacon is. You cook everything in lard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we had her last name is Gertz, G-I-E-R-T-Z. Uh, may I speak with Wendy Jarez, please? <laughs> Jarez. Now, to be fair, when Wendy calls and I'm in my car, it'll say, call from Wendy Jarez. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> All right. My last name, right? Balaban, right? Spelled just like it sounds. Rise with Taliban. Don't tell anybody. Right? <laughs> I've made that point several times. Right. People have messed up my name before and somehow or another called me Babylon and Bubalon. And I'm like, where? First of all, there's no O's. Second of all, look at it again carefully. It's simple. It's all A's and B's. I was telling Wendy and she goes, do you upset that lady? At the doctor's <laughs> office. I said, I don't She deserved care. it. How hard... If she's coming out to... Is Mr. Smithy here? It's Smith! <laughs> Let's put it this way. Who cares that you upset her? You're at the doctor's office. You are there to be seen. Right. The least they can do is do their best to make you feel comfortable because you're going there to be seen, right? If they can't pronounce bacon right, how comfortable are you going to be with the service you're about to get? Right. Unless she's taking your temperature. Right. Or a blood sample. <laughs> yeah. Then you got to be nice. Yes. <laughs> it's shenanigans. Mayonnaise flavored involved? ice cream. <laughs> mayonnaise flavored ice cream. Why? Why? Just why freeze not? the mayonnaise. It's it's a why not thing. That's the only thing I can imagine is someone said, why isn't there mayonnaise ice cream? And they said, well, there should be. Watch this. Well, if you're going to have an ice cream sandwich, <laughs> it seems to me <laughs> you're going to want mayonnaise ice cream. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is that vegan friendly? It is. Not. It is not. No. It is, no, it doesn't. I, I gotta wonder. Did she sound like Data in the Goonies when he found out the fifty dollar pills are fake? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, ice cream artisan shop in Scotland has concocted an ice cream flavor that includes Hellman's mayonnaise, and some actually like the idea. Please don't eat this on a hot day, because I do not want to watch you try to save it from the bottom of the cone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. Is it a sugar cone or a waffle cone? Oh, and in Doesn't this matter. episode of Visual Jokes for Podcasting, <laughs> it was Walden this time. <laughs> Walden reenacted what it might look like when <laughs> someone if you want the ice cream out of the bottom of the cone. Think shake weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god No you can't put this in a shake Wait till you chip a tooth <laughs> This is why we're on explicit That's correct <laughs> Well you know My wife puts mayonnaise on french fries A la Pulp Fiction I put it on the steak fries The potato wedge fries And they do it filigitery but no, no place else. I don't like mayonnaise. Why? Why that specific set of fried potatoes? <laughs> it happened as, a, as an accident. I ran out of ketchup, which is like a major catastrophe in this house because it is a major food group and ice cream, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we had ordered out, and I always add more ketchup to whatever I'm eating because I I like ketchup. 
Unless you're in Chicago, then you're not allowed to eat it. Um, they give you a little container of mayonnaise, and I figured I'll just I need something <laughs> on my fries, so I figured I and I like it. So anytime I order the fries from over there, I put mayonnaise on them. What about hot dogs? Ketchup or no ketchup? I try not to eat hot dogs, so that doesn't answer the question. No, Greg. If I'm having a hot dog, I will put ketchup, mustard, and occasionally pickles. Yeah. When you fail ketchup not to mustard. eat hot dogs, <laughs> what do you put on the hot dog? Ketchup and mustard, and it has to be a grilled hot dog, not a dirty water dog. No, yeah, it's a good idea. Dirty water dog. Dirty water dog. Do you know what a dirty water dog is? It's a hot dog. I do. You get yeah, a boy. hot dog stand when you're like waiting to go into a. Uh, yeah, if the hot dog stand opens at ten, you're good with the hot dogs, the hot water hot dogs until about ten o five. After ten o five, fuck it. <laughs> that's if they change the water from yesterday. It's only an right. import. <laughs> See, on Arrested Development, they serve hot dog water on a regular basis. It's oh. like a fancy thing. So, I guess. <laughs> well, thing. personally, I I am offended. By ketchup on hot dogs, it's just it's, I, it's I, wrong. I get upset if people why are only putting ketchup on their hot dog, but more on it. it more on it's for <laughs> yeah, it's for right. kids. It, hot dogs it, ketchup is is. <clears throat> I have thirteen bottles downstairs to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, what gets me is and my a kids. brand new bottle in the refrigerator. Is it a fridge door fit? People actually are paying yes. money to decide what. Size and shape to make the ketchup bottle, and anyway. it, there's a time that you flip it over so it's upside down, so the lid's down, mm -hmm. and it has to be over halfway gone before you flip it upside down. That's correct. You're, you're putting sweet on savory. A hot dog is uh, a sausage. It's a schnitzel. Lips and assholes. They're not a schnitzel. Uh, whatever. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a German sausage, and you, you wouldn't put ketchup on sausage. My kids do. That's because they're kids. That's what I'm saying. It's for kids. My wife does. I'm not even going there. <laughs> oh, regime. What, <laughs> what y'all use for lube is between y'all. I want to know what the reaction was when you told her about the eggplant thing. She's like, oh, ha. Huh? And then went on her day. No, she she just basically proceeded to tell me about all the stuff that she has seen at the hospital. Ah. So. Do they, do they Basically have, the box of stuff. Do they have an ass box there, too, like yes. on Scrubs? No. <laughs> they tend to get rid of those things. Yeah. Just so they don't happen to fall into everyday life. Because the box is full, so they have to throw out the old stuff to make room for the new stuff. <laughs> you keep saying Instead they're rotating a, stuff in right. and out of the Just box. Just out of getting a bigger box. <laughs> Always beware the lost and found box at a hospital. <laughs> Like where? Especially if there's vegetables in it. Or how about just like, this is lost and found? Okay, where was it found? Or, or if it's next to the biohazard box. That's right. No, you're saying, well, let's put it this way. You're talking about hot dogs, like the German sausage, all right? But you do realize that there are kosher hot dogs that are strictly beef, right? You know that, right? There were there were Jews in Germany. So. No, they got rid of a lot of them. But he's, that's why he said were. <laughs> <laughs> It's not why, per se, but since you brought it up, it, it would be a past tense. Did, did any of them move back after, I wonder? I have no idea. Which, I don't know why that never crossed my mind. Until it hasn't crossed mine either. I would imagine that some of them, probably. Would the, would the reaction the Germans have to anti-Semitism now, they would probably be welcome if they did, mm -hmm. but are they willing to? I don't, I, why don't you know these things, Howard? Because it's not affecting my life directly. <laughs> it's probably fair. something I should know, but it's I fair. don't. I mean, if they moved back, you wouldn't have met them, right? 
That's correct. They're moving away from me. So it's one last person I got to befriend. So I, I don't know. I, I, or was the point of Israel so they wouldn't have to move back to Germany? That might have been it. I don't know. And then, unfortunately, I don't know. We're, not, we're, we're, we're slowly approaching the rabbit hole of politics and stuff, and I just don't want to even jump into that. Mm, I guess. But, because uh, I find it more amusing to discuss whether ketchup on a hot dog is offensive to people. And I'm, people like, on, this is a major Twitter debate nonstop. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is it okay to put hot, uh, ketchup on a hot dog? Is this okay? Is that okay? I'm like, you know what? The hell with that. I'm more curious about spontaneously combusting nacho chips. You know, you thought they burned only on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not the Doritos, though. It's the, it's the hot picante. Where the hell is that one? Uh, this is the uh, Austin oh, yep, firefighters responding yep. to blazes caused by spontaneous combustion of tortilla chips, which I will say, depending on your on the way your day is going, would make a nice side dish with some salsa with a hot dog. <laughs> because why not? Um, yeah, tortilla chips are often the instrument with which we central Texans deliver hot foods to our mouths, like queso, salsa, or even fajitas. But last week, the Austin Fire Department found some tortilla chips that were hot enough on their own. The Austin Fire Department shared photos on Facebook of a fire at a tortilla chip factory last week that was caused by the spontaneous combustion of tortilla chips. For real. This happened July 12th in Austin. The factory was trying out a new blend of chips that did not work out so well. That fire was contained in the exterior of the building they and keep ignited. into flames. <laughs> <laughs> the fire was contained in the exterior of the building and ignited several other boxes of food waste. Get them while they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> Three days later, after the fire was put out, uh, additional boxes of the same chip spontaneously ignited again. That's called arson. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's what I want to know. By any chance, were any of these chips ready and sold? Because if that's the case, <laughs> there's going to be there. some major lawsuits happening. No, it was a bad batch, and they set it on fire to... Claim insurance for it. Right. He's like, yes, yeah, take them all back. Yeah. Set them on fire. <laughs> them on fire. <laughs> then call the fire department and say it was spontaneous combustion. <laughs> That's hard to disprove. I wonder if the, this was published last Wednesday the 18th. I am curious if there has been any follow-up in terms of who believes chips spontaneously combust. They can't possibly be that hot. Ketchup will explode if it's <laughs> left too hot in a warehouse. <laughs> You're obsessed. You're obsessed. It's, what is ketchup okay on in your mind? Cottage cheese. <laughs> I'm going to pretend how he was asking you in the first place. That's insane. <laughs> what are you thinking about? <laughs> Who puts ketchup on cottage cheese? <laughs> Who eats cottage cheese? <laughs> I do. I eat cottage cheese. Oh, no. I was going to say middle-aged women who are dieting watching their soaps. There you go. Uh-uh. You just put some stories. pineapple in there. There's stories. Yes. No. With chia seeds on the top or whatever. I put about a quarter cup of ground black pepper in it. It's really good like that. Okay. And some hot sauce. Uh, just okay, so too dischargey for me. <laughs> <laughs> Way too dischargey. That's a new word. Dischargey. <laughs> Wait till they start promoting that. On their tops brand, you know, less not, discharging. Just for quality. I'm not recommending they make it into a beer. <laughs> it's cow yoni. <laughs> Only the most beautiful cows. <laughs> 
the winners of the cow beauty contest. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. Ketchup is for kids. I, I don't use it generally. The generally, closest, that means the closest, there's a, there's a. Will you put it on a hamburger? Occasionally. No, no. Um, hamburgers, I like steak sauce. What do you dip your fries in? I don't. What do you put on your scrambled eggs? Salt. Hot sauce. Hot sauce, yep. That's the salt and pepper. Fair answer. Occasionally, if, if, I, if I'm in the mood for it, and the, if, if what I'm eating just really needs ketchup because... Bananas. Otherwise, no. <laughs> <laughs> what the That's f- too bobbity. <laughs> 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 it's shenanigans. Speaking of missing penises. <laughs> what a great segue. That's what she said? Dude woke up <laughs> after a drunken stupor to find his dick gone. I think you mean to say to not find his dick. Or that. Yeah. <laughs> Variations on a theme. It seemed like just another alcohol-soaked karaoke rager for... <laughs> For a Ratchaburi mechanic Only this time he blacked out And woke to find his penis was no longer there The man woke up in the emergency room With serious injuries Including a severed penis Including a severed penis Yes But But not limited to Right (laughs) I'm liking how this is Serious injuries including this Which means he was really messed up Yeah Culminating in (laughs) (laughs) Culminating in? Not not least of which was Doctors were unable to reattach it because it wasn't delivered to the hospital with him. It they didn't keep it in a glass found. of milk like his teeth? I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's good for your bones. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> Why do you drink during the podcast? <laughs> for those of you not in the room... Craig took a swig, Craig, swig of, what is that, water? Yeah. Craig yeah, almost did a Yoko. Yeah. <laughs> I would have turned away. He told local police that he had just moved from his from another town and... Just a few hours west of Bangkok, of yeah. course. Not anymore, he won't. <laughs> just west of Bangkok. Now he's due east of Bangkok. After he got off work Saturday, he went to a karaoke parlor with colleagues and proceeded to get wasted. His next recollection was waking in the hospital with his injuries. He also has no leads on the fate of the penis, saying he's never fought with anyone since relocating there. Okay, the thing that makes a story... They're showing a guy feeding a duck bread. Yeah, I know. Why is that there? Why is that on the freaking page? Peking duck. It's a clue. (laughs) (laughs) The ducks are going to find this dick. It's going to be shrunk, and they're going to realize, wait, 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 wait. It was in the pool. No, it was in the pool. Take it out of the pool, rub it, and we can feed the whole family. Witnesses saw a black pickup truck dump him off at the hospital and leave in a hurry. He kind of rolled up to the door of the emergency room. There was no... Uh, there was no stopper. No stopping no rolling. <laughs> His colleagues are going to be brought in for questioning, and security camera footage is being reviewed. But that sucks. Not anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wonder, this is in... Bangkok is, what, Thailand? Yeah. China? All right. This is not... Far from, well, I'm sure it is several thousand miles away, but it's the same place of the world where in Japan, you know, people are dying from having stuff shoved up their ass. What are they doing over there? I'm, I'm going to conjecture that 
fact that George hasn't been here so long is because it takes so long to travel that far. <laughs> and he was getting next year's Christmas pickle. Yeah. <laughs> oh. it, it, he, he had to declare it at customs. What is that? It's a pickle? <laughs> it's in milk. It's a... It's a chocolate pickle. He could have had time to pickle it before he got to the airport. That's true. <laughs> it doesn't look like any pickle I've ever seen. And I don't recommend oh, no, it's unique. drinking it's that for keto. Yeah. No. It's shenanigans. Oh, how about the fact that a nudist beach is going to be closed down because they can't, they're afraid that it'll offend the freaking wildlife. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find that story. Oh, my God. That's just stupid. Belgian nude beach blocked on fear. Sexual activity could spook the wildlife. Because they're not doing it like they do on the Discovery Channel? <laughs> wow. Well, that's from, a throwback. They're from Belgium, so you don't get a lot of sun there. No. <laughs> and suddenly be naked, I would, have I would think, might be offensive to the wildlife. I just love the headline. The others around you might be the wildlife. Right. The headline here is great. Wildlife agency says, quote, subsidiary activities, end quote, in the dunes would scare off rare lark. Who comes up? I went there on a lark, so. <laughs> That's right. This is all over the odd chance, off chance that you might see a rare bird. Okay. The, the environmental minister's name is Joke. <laughs> the Flemish Agency for Nature and Woodland. <laughs> Flemish. Informed the region's environmental minister, Joke. His name is Joke. <laughs> He's talking about a lark. <laughs> I find this amusing. The lark, whose name derives from the feathers on its head that rise up during courtship, would be alarmed by the activity and flee. And if you've been to a nudist <clears throat> beach, you would be alarmed and flee. <laughs> They're concerned that the subsidiary activities would also damage the dunes. So does water. What the f Oh, my God. Okay, so the largest... These dunes have too many butt prints in them. <laughs> <laughs> it's affecting the erosion. Looks symmetrical to me. Um, <laughs> so the, the lark is named... For feathers. For the feathers that rise up during courtship. But we can't have sex in front of them? No. <laughs> that sounds like they're down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cohen Muehlmann's the chair of the, 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 chair of the Belgian Natural, Natural, Naturism Federation said members frowned on the behavior of some people who called themselves naturists. Quote, we too regret this behavior, which has nothing to do with naturism, he said. These are not real naturists for us. Muehlmann said the beach at West End was perfect as there is no building or sea dike that looks out on the beach. <laughs> they can have a bunch of them. <laughs> I just wanted to get to that They won't let them. Because of that. The they won't give them the license. <laughs> they can have a ton of sea dikes right there. <laughs> now, you, skip, you skipped a part that I think is poignant. So, a subsequent suggestion that a fence could be established around the dunes where the birds bred was met with skepticism. The local mayor told the Flemish daily newspaper <laughs> that it would not offer much of a deterrence. Barbed wire against nudists? As if a man without clothes cannot get over a barbed wire. This guy's got a tiny dick. Because I'm yeah. not climbing over barbed wire naked. No. <laughs> We're going to build a wall. <laughs> it's only going to stop naked Flemish mayors. <laughs> I would ask, how could you say that? But it's like, you know what? You can probably climb over it too. It's size your hands. I don't know. 
<laughs> Smaller hands might help you can keep between the barbs. Right. <laughs> exactly. This guy's got no problem with right. that. Right. He is not working in all caps. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's, he's not. He's got a little subscript going on. <laughs> Maybe. Or he's wearing a shower cap. We don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I can't imagine nudist climbing over a barbed wire. That's that's a good plan. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the screams <laughs> of the Flemish nudist. Ach man, ach man, Fleischstein. They're gonna they're gonna pass out in pain. They're gonna wake up next to that guy from near Bangkok saying, Where'd it go? <laughs> oh, you must do carry This is our donation fence. <laughs> it's gonna wind up in a lost and found. This looks like uh, I don't know what that is. <clears throat> That's where they can Someone lose them. Someone lose them after toe. the birds. <laughs> Someone lose a little toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a little toe. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my oh god. god! You thought funny. it was little for a toe. <laughs> it's shenanigans. All right, this, this one sounds funny. A man steals a woman's car this to funny. use it. You'll on you want to go on a date? Yeah. Where should we go? We go to driving. Okay. Hold on. Hey, baby. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? <laughs> this can I, can I borrow your car? Do you mind if we dance with your dates? <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. She has a doozy of a terrible date story. A man stole her car while they were out on a date and then used it to take out her god sister. I got to go to the no. bathroom. Just hold on a minute, baby. <laughs> and they took her Can bolt. I borrow the your article's keys? funnier than your ad libs here. Let him read. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the names of everything here are great. Faith Pugh says a man Pugh? she knew from high school asked her to dinner, then showed up for their date without a car, so they took her Volvo. Uh, Volvo. And she the went man, on the date anyway. Did you almost say Volvo? Uh, my, I, I, I don't know. He the was man, driving. Yeah. <laughs> the man, Kelton Griffin, asked her to stop at a gas station. I get him a cigar. She went inside to buy it. When she came out, her date and her car were gone. Pew's mother picked her up, and they used GPS to track her car. They followed the signal to the drive-in, and Pew says that's where she found her car and the guy with her god sister on a date. They called police, and Griffin was arrested on the spot. If you see a typo in the story, you can report one. <laughs> there are no typos that I could see, but oh my god. What'd she end up doing with the cigar? I don't know. Did he... Can you get you can get cigars at the drive-in? Oh, she she went to a convenience store. Get a cigar in this. All right, bye, bye. Smoke the cigar when the movie's over. I'll be back for you. Okay, how desperate is this woman, or how how hot is this guy that he shows up without a car? She's okay with that. That's what he looks like. No big average-looking dude. If you say so, I'll, I'll I'll accept your gauge of the situation. I'm just gonna, you know, <laughs> is that her? <laughs> I don't picture um, of a lady looking all sad. <laughs> he shows up within a car. He tells her to go to a convenience store to buy a cigar, and makes her pay for it. And then goes and gets her god sister. And she continues with the date. It should have ended right there. <laughs> That's Showing crazy. up without a car. Okay. Not everybody drives a car. 
well, let's stop at the convenience store and you can buy me a cigar. Yo, <laughs> yo, can you give me a cigar and put five in the tank? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's her car. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you're not going to have enough <laughs> enough gas for my plans. <laughs> <laughs> we got to leave the AC going. <laughs> This is a terrible news story. So where did he meet the God sister? This is the one who got stood up. Was she already at the drive-in? That's the one who got stood up. (laughs) Yep, makes sense. Yeah, that's the one who got stood up. Was she waiting like at the entrance? Because don't you have to be in a car to get into the drive-in, or at least in the trunk? Where, where, where did where did he acquaint himself with her? No, where did he meet her? Where did he pick her up so they could go to the drive-in? How did he get there in the first place? He drove. No, no, he dro- he drove to the god sister's house to get the to pick her up. But he the first one that he stood up, he must have what walked to her house. Could be walked to her house. <clears throat> said, "Let's stop." Got an Uber. And, you know, he he wanted a cigar for one specific reason. He was going to cut the thing open to do his Bill Clinton impression. <laughs> He's going to cut the thing open and empty it out and fill it with weed. <laughs> Oh, that's why it was a gas station. Yeah, nobody smokes cigars from a, from, a, from a gas station. Yo, get me a blunt and some papers. <laughs> <laughs> that's redundant. Pullover. Yeah. Pullover. <laughs> I it happened all the time when I worked at Quick Fill. Can I get a blunt and some papers? <laughs> why do you need both? <laughs> Pullover. It's going to be a long night. Roman red. <laughs> a whole field of wacky weedus. <laughs> we are now on with Mighty Joint. Yeah. That just she's pretty desperate, but not desperate enough to not have Lojack. <laughs> What's a god sister, by the way? Is that it's the like, th- daughter of your godfather? Yes, yeah, that's not that's a thing. Not a thing at all. No, and that's no. That's <laughs> I was gonna say that. First of all, the fact that you think it's a thing, no, right. Someone should steal your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The fact that you got stood up at a gas station buying a cigar for a guy who had no car, you deserve it. She's going, last week he was on the hood. <laughs> <laughs> then we stole a fire truck together. <laughs> I thought it was true love. <laughs> then he goes and steals a car to meet me at the drive-in. <laughs> I know this car. <laughs> God sister just means they're vaguely familiar with each other. They're acquainted. Right. It's his, it's her mother's cousin's husband's former college roommate. roommate yeah. <laughs> what does that make us? God sisters. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it does make us something. Okay. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, I moved on to the next story just because. In all, at the end of the story, having him arrested was probably the best thing that was going to happen that night for, for her date. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are going to be handcuffs involved either way. <laughs> it's shenanigans. Ninja shortage. I didn't even see this one. How the hell are not supposed there? to see ninjas. No. That guy's a ninja? Where are ninjas is at? He's got a unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. What's the big deal? No, his is worse. <laughs> okay. He has not a curl, ninja. His curl up at the end like he's Mr. Spock. Oh. I find this ninja shortage highly irregular. But still, it's fascinating. Japan does not have enough ninjas. Uh, Who and, does? And on the side of my computer at work, I have an article that came out of the Niagara Gazette probably six years ago that a man was attacked in his sleep by a ninja <laughs> at the Packard Court apartment. Packard Court. Uh, yep. explains it all. <laughs> man, my ninja just walked in. <laughs> 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 
literal police reports featuring the Niagara Falls police blotter. <laughs> and I just I cut it. I thought it was a funny story, so I just cut it out and keep it taped to the side of my. <laughs> when you think you're having a bad day, you weren't attacked in your sleep by a ninja this morning, were you? <laughs> it's only up from here. <laughs> Each, each year, the city of around 100,000 swells by around 30,000 as tourists come to experience the annual Ninja Festival. Unfortunately, how, how do you pronounce the city's name? Is it Iga? Iga? IGA, like the supermarket. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just suffering from depopulation. <laughs> About three miles down, make a right at Bell's. <laughs> You're there. It's right there. (laughs) It's facing a shortage of those two key things you need to keep an economy humming. Stuff to sell and people to buy the stuff. IGA is also losing its young people who don't want to live in the rural countryside. They want to live in the big city like Tokyo or Yokohama. But mom, I don't want to be a ninja. (laughs) Your father was a ninja. Your grandfather was a ninja. You're going to be a ninja. You will follow the way of the ninja, yes. (laughs) But I want to be... Nothing Rich said I'd now. rather sing. <laughs> stop that, stop that, stop that. Nothing, they, no nothing, singing. They, nothing he just said matched his lips, though. I don't want to be in the... In order to revive the local economy, the mayor, the mayor of Iga is promoting its ninja heritage with the aim of drawing more tourists. You know, the person who wrote this could have had a lot more fun with AIM, throwing ninja stars or whatever. You know, like, you know, wow. We're working very hard to promote ninja tourism and get the most economic outcome. For example, we hold this ninja festival between late April to around the beginning of May. During this period, visitors and also local people come here. Everybody will be dressed like a ninja and walks around and enjoys themselves, but recently I feel that's not enough. All right, this is just inviting trouble. It is. If you got that many people walking around like a ninja, you're bound to have real ones among them, and they're going to do some seriously bad shit. They're the ones you can't find. You won't see the real ninjas, which is why they think they have a shortage. <laughs> no, but they're actually everywhere. Hey, where did George go? They don't gotta. They don't gotta work that hard. There's, there's, they're, they're up in the ceiling. It's like Halloween. <laughs> there are no. seven ninjas in this room right now. No, the ninjas will be there in plain sight, but it'll be like Transylvania at Halloween. All right, you're not gonna know that there's a real monster around you. I don't say it, blah, blah, blah. That's right. <laughs> it's like, well, that's a great costume, Frankenstein. I'm the real Frankenstein. Oh, no. Can you go? <laughs> Wait, who who goes as Bob Labla? Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably a Chachi costume. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jody say Scott Chachi. Mayo, right? With the hope of encouraging tourists to stay longer than a day in the city, the mayor is relocating City Hall and building a second ninja museum in its place. While the budget is not disclosed, the mayor has received funding from the central government for the pu- from the public. Japan's government is funding ninjas. Wow. They, I mean, there's got to be more stuff to do than one day to be a ninja. You know, you have your nunchuck. Both have skills. And you have the throwing stars. And you have the hide in plain sight. And you have the attack the people in Packer Court. <laughs> <laughs> that one's the hardest. Yeah. They might get people there if there are teenage mutant ninja turtles. Well, the problem is they lost all the talent to the pirate festival. (laughs) If 
There was, hey, wait used, a minute. There used to be a, an, an online debate as to whether ninjas or, or pirates were better. Uh, you can't you can't like one or the other. You can't like both. You have to choose one or the other. To, what if they exist simultaneously and they're ninjars? Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> oh you got a website, Rich? Always. <laughs> you pulled the trigger last week too. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a pattern developing here. Well, normally if I tell a bad joke like that, <laughs> that was bad, even for me. <laughs> I'm still laughing at it. <laughs> I'm laughing at you laughing at it. <laughs> Come on. You can't have pirates be brought up in conversation and nobody say R at some point. I just had an opening. I took it. What's a pirate's favorite letter? <clears throat> I said R earlier and Patience goes, nope, it's C. <laughs> true love will always be the C. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Ninjas can earn... Except pirate wives, they prefer the D. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Real pirate wives of the Caribbean. <laughs> they may prefer the D, but they need the C to avoid the scurvy. They make between twenty three thousand and eighty five thousand. That's more than I make. So it's time for time for a career change. Time to go get some black pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> so for Howie Rich Walden, this is Craig. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans. We'll be back again next week if I remember where the <laughs> where the episode is. <laughs> All apologies. Good night. <laughs>